The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin McElroy. <sighs> Whoa. Seven hours now. Seven hours straight with uh, nine quick time windows going simultaneously. It's Oscar Watch 2015. All movie, and- all movie watch is what it we is. We realized that we it was time for Oscar Watch, but we realized that we haven't watched any of the Oscar contenders. So I have, I'm simultaneously watching all of them. I have duct taped together 45 mini televisions. I'm watching them all at the same time, and but it's starting to bleed together. J.K. Simmons just showed up in Selma. Stephen Hawking and Alan Turing are fighting it out. It's I'm losing my mind. Here's what worries me. I want to watch Eddie Redmayne's performance. I want to watch that man do his acting and do it right. I want to watch Bimbadit's Cumberbatch. I want to watch Bimbadich Cumberbatch do his acting on the screen. Here's the problem. I can't look away from Gone Girl because if I look away from Gone Girl, I might not see Ben Affleck's penis tip side, the side of his penis tip. <laughs> you got that going for That you. was my longest run on sentence in my Bim Bam history, and I've had some goddamn long ones. You just got the Oscar. Ah, uh, fuck. I ju- it just happened. I, I, I fucking oh, no. stopped for like a second to record the intro to this podcast, and I missed the goddamn side of his penis tip. It's like the uh, that flower in the Dennis the Menace movie. Remember? Yeah. That, that, uh, that, it's just that, like uh, Ben Affleck's penis. You remember Mr. Wilson was waiting to see the flower, remember? Yeah, well, I've got that one queued up, but it's the, the window's a little bit smaller because I had, to, I had to prioritize my movie windows, and Gone Girl got, I, let's call it the star treatment. I think this year they're giving like the Lifetime Achievement Award to the Dennis the Menace movie. Yeah, movies. There's several. Uh, film series. Um, yeah, we we. I feel like we're like crazy behind on on all of our Oscar contenders. That's not well. Yeah, I the only one that I really saw was Selma, and then like they just went ahead and just didn't nominate that for a goddamn thing. Yeah, um, and you thought you were getting out in front of. I it, thought I was right? getting out. Everybody was like, "Yeah, I see that movie. It'll wreck your shit, and you're gonna. It's gonna win all the Oscars. And you're gonna be like, I told you so' at the parties because that's the only reason anybody goes to these fucking things. Mm-hmm. Anybody, everybody that's would the only rather reason people see movies, right? I would rather go out and I'd watch. I'd rather watch, you know, a, a, a Nicolas Cage film, for instance. You know, that's not getting nominated, but you got to watch a Nicolas Cage film like every month just to sort of get your mind right. I would much rather be doing that instead. I got to go watch the goddamn Imitation Games. No, but I do love. Thank you, Oscars, for throwing in random like curveballs. Like, oh yeah, you can watch Selma. You can watch Theory of Everything. Also, X Men: Days of Future Past is up in there, and you're like, yeah. what? Oh, you're so cool, Oscars. I thought it was nice that they gave a future Oscar to Paul Blart too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, Oscar for next year. 
Paul Blart. Next year, Oscar, they, they have a most promising category. Uh-huh. But it's made and it's made out of like just popsicle sticks and paste, <laughs> and it just says like you wanted the best Oscars. It's most most improved. <laughs> most improved Blart. <laughs> Blartiest picture, 2015. Best Blart sequel. <laughs> no, I thought it was a <laughs> best, best Blart editing. I thought it was a little contentious when they gave that award to Hitch in 2008. <laughs> That was best Blart prequel. Not a lot yeah. of people Welcome know that. Welcome to the Oscar Blarts, where we, we honor achievements in Blart-related filmmaking. You know, Blart The Oscar the- for Blart design went to someone in an earlier procedure. I looked into the soul of Blart, and I thought, how can I perfect him? I just want to thank my Blart and my two Blarts. Um, I couldn't have done this without my Blart. You know who you are. Um... The original costume design for Blart included long pants, and I said it would be funnier if they were shorts. <laughs> I'm Werner Herzog. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he got shafted. Did you notice that uh, Paul Bart Mulcop didn't get any Oscar nominations again this year? Well, they not couldn't. Even, not they even could, Best Sound Editing. They couldn't not give one to the dude who played Martin Luther King in Selma. Hi, the hardest film role in the history of celluloid. Couldn't not nominate him, but also nominate Kevin Yamez. They -hmm. can't do that because we would burn the whole world down if that happened. He was out um, to play Martin Luther King and lost it at the last second. Because he, he was he, he couldn't get Blart out of the, the Blart Two contract. This is my brother, my brother, me. As we said, it's a, it's an advice show. Um, we take your questions, turn them alchemy like into uh, uh, wisdom. We are not uh, uh, experts per se, but you know we do our best and we try to have a little fun along the way. I recently started working at a movie theater. How many is too many? Cardboard standees to take home and display in my house. Now, this is a fun question, because think about it. There is, if you have one, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's unique. Where did you get the, where did you get this stand-up of uh, The Rock from The Rundown? Well, I used to work in a movie theater. Cool. If you have 1,000 uh-huh. in your home and people walk in and it looks like, like a like a shitty Madame Tussauds, and it mm-hmm. looks like it looks like that scene in Home Alone, where right. Kevin McAllister is trying to make the Wet Bandits think that there's a huge party going on. Except you right. glued the face of your ex girlfriend onto all of them, onto all of them, onto Rock's beautiful body. There's definitely a problem there if you have a thousand. So somewhere between a one and a thousand, yeah. there's a number. I think it's two. I think it might be two. <laughs> I suspect it might be If you two. have two, well, you but may you as well have, have a thousand. But if you have one, aren't you afraid of it looking like you're just a big, like you got to be really picky about that one or else it looks like you're like a huge fan okay. of fill-in-the-blank shitty movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you took home a stand-up from Journey to the Center of the Earth to the Fantastical Island or whatever it's called. It's like, mm-hmm. a, oh, did you like that movie? And it's like, no, it was just funny because it, it was, was just the first there. one I grabbed. Uh, I do like Brendan Frazier. He's so. not in that movie, sadly. The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson replaces Brendan Frazier, bringing that Dwayne Johnson heat. Man, The Rock really stepped in for Brendan Frazier in quite a few films, huh? Now mm-hmm. that I think about it, now that I think about it, between Journey Two and the the Scorpion King, mm-hmm. which well, is for which, a while, Brendan Fraser was his stunt double, and then they switched, and oh, now they, they just take s- turns. 
they look so similar. Mm -hmm. They both clap and laugh um, like like children seeing, children seeing a rainbow for the first time. I would argue that if you had a thousand, it's almost okay if you do it like this is my like this. You know, some people have like matchbooks from places they've been. Some people have shot glasses. I collect weird uh, cardboard stand-ups. My family. Let's just call it what it is, my family. My this family. is my cardboard family. Um, I remember at the movie theater that I worked at and Travis worked at for a while, our manager, who took no guff, I will say that about her, if you had any guff, she, she, she would not receive it. Um, she would not sign for it. She would not allow it. Uh, she wouldn't let people take those standees home because there were so many people working there. Everyone wanted that journey to standee, mm -hmm. so she would just destroy them. Um, and it was very, it was very, very, very King Solomon. It was a very yeah. wisdom of Solomon decision. Like nobody can yeah. have the rock. You must destroy the rock. And it's like I don't want to destroy the rock. And then she'd be like, "Then you get to keep them." Then she, she would insist that you stare giant... her in the eye the entire time yeah. that she was burning them to the ground. Sometimes if you go to the movies late, you see people leaving with a giant bag of popcorn. Oh, that was my jam. I, I lived around. That. I lived around the corner uh, in the West Virginia building. I lived around the corner from from the movie theater I worked at. And I would take home a giant uh, garbage bag. Let's call it what it is, because it was a garbage bag that we'd <laughs> fill with all the popcorn. I feel like I've talked about it's, this on the it show was, before. It's very contextual, isn't it? Like, if you, if you take that bag, does it choose your adventure? If you take that bag to the trash, it was a trash bag yeah. the whole time. You were throwing away all popcorn. Right. If you take that to your apartment, you're suddenly a popcorn Santa Claus. Right, no, and I very a, much was. Um, yeah, it was, it was a conveyance. We would, it was not a trash bag. We would find fun ways to uh, elevate the flavor of our garbage corn uh, like uh, <laughs> splooching out an entire bottle of Nutella in there shaking it all up and all of a sudden you've got a fun cocoa mess now, <laughs> oh by the way we were also a super duper super duper duper triple mega super duper high <laughs> like, it, it's like, also great because it doubles as a snack bag and also a bean bag uh huh a bean bag yeah, you eat perfect. your chocolate mess out from under between your legs and oh, but it's I'm not an ground. issue you're on the ground you ate too much why are you so high? Holy shit, you're failing college. You lost two scholarships, Griffin. <laughs> Past Griffin. Two of them? You don't need now, either of those scholarships, huh? Okay. Enjoy now, yourself, Justin, when you worked at uh, Blockbuster, you would, you would get to like take home posters, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't, oh, but I could. Among have, other so. things. <laughs> yeah, among other items. At all. How many, at how all. many posters would you say it's okay? Because I think they take a blessed room. You could hypothetically put them on walls. Like, is... Are posters a better alternative to cardboard stand-ups? I mean, spatially speaking, in the spatial, like, material, yeah, that's, like, in the third dimension, that's, like, how space works. Yeah, I think that they're, they're, but then it's, like, that whole thing, no one's ever, the problem with posters is no one's ever actually hung up a poster. Every poster in the world is just rolled up with a rubber band around it leaning against a wall. With a post-it note that says, to do. To do, to hang this up. And you look at it every day for years, in my case, for some uh, posters. I'm going to put that that Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Someday. Too. Someday. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Of course. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Andrea Ortu. Thank you. Ooh. No, it's just one in. It's O-R-T-U is the last name. I realized saying that out, out loud phonetically. One or two Andreas sent this in. Uh, thank you, Andrea. It's uh, the suspended user. They don't exist anymore. They died. Oh, no. This dead person asked, no. uh, should they include animals in the Academy Awards? Ooh. 
why aren't they nominating dogs, cats, birds, or horses, actors that have been in movies? I think they should add animals in the Academy Award. I know some that act better than some of these so-called human actors. So, wait, by so-called human actors, is this this shitty uh, uh, quotation marks there going, is the Sark mark going on (laughs) actors or human? Human. (laughs) This supposedly human Bradley Cooper. Mm -hmm. Ugh, Ugh, Silurian. Can I tell you, Griffin? Yep. I kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I wasn't sure where we were all going to land on that. No, I think I think absolutely. The the best performance I saw in 1993 wasn't Shawshank. Wasn't Shawshank. I'm sorry. There are a lot of good performances in there. Nothing quite as great as Dunstan. Well, I'm sorry. We give them to animated, and they're not even real. And they're not even real. Yeah. And a lot of those animated feature films feature exclusively animals. Yeah. Like the like um, cat story, that the Chihuahua from Beverly Hills Beverly Chihuahua Hills died Chihuahua. to bring you that movie. <laughs> Several <laughs> Chihuahuas. They they sneak that in in the closing credits very quickly, where it's like uh, like three or four Chihuahuas died making this. Sorry, George Lopez has to strangle a Chihuahua just to like get get it going in the morning. <laughs> really looking forward to getting that Oscar to make it all worth it. Right. What's that? <laughs> oh. The all the, the in memoriam sec- section. If they allowed animals in the in memoriam section. Of the Oscars, any year that a Beverly Hills Chihuahua movie came out would be extremely, extremely long. It would be Mr. Snuggleworth died, of course, at the hands of George Lopez. This year's did. really Chihuahua heavy again. Yeah, well, we got... <laughs> After a while, they don't even give them names. No. It's just like CH-173-4. <laughs> <laughs> this Chihuahua is bred specifically to be killed. Go to why until, George Floyd. Until the Chihuahua like like Messiah appears and he's finally able to stop George Lopez. George Lopez, let my people go. From <laughs> because the neck. you're choking, you're choking them. them to death, George G. Lo. Stop it. Um, I'm just saying. I remember. I think it was yeah in Cincinnati. The uh, local theater awards started giving out awards for best animal performance in a year. Mm. And it was a hotly contested uh, category. I'm saying there was a lot of heat being brought to it. Um, my boy Mignon at Cincinnati Shakespeare Company took it, and he deserved it, and I don't care what the haters say. What type of animal is that? Uh, he was a little poodle, and he was adorable. Okay. Uh, See, he was he- a solid actor with really great comic timing. Let's talk about the issues, though, that are going to pop up from Animal Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Any year with a Dunstan in it or a Monkey Trouble or mm-hmm. any which way but loose, I think a, money is, a monkey is going to just like fucking run run the table. A monkey I, I, is the biopic of animals where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be so much easier to vote for that because that's a real person. Just like it's so much easier to vote for a monkey because it's a I'm monkey. saying, right. They make a heart-rending uh, uh, biopic of Laika. Right, mm-hmm. and it's it's mm-hmm. incredible. It's really good. Bimbadik Cumberbatch would probably be up in that one too. Mm-hmm. But then they make Dunstan checks in again, and I <laughs> Dun- think Dunstan-, Dunstan continues to check in. Right, I'm saying any any time there's a Duncan monkey, Dunstan has in the some mix. credit card trouble and has to check in again. Right, it's it's gonna be it's it, it, Airbud 19. Uh, okay, yeah, you it, it would have been a serious contender if it hadn't been for Dunstan won't stop checking into this goddamn hotel. <laughs> Please ask Dunstan to starring, stop checking in. Starring a bedraggled Jason Alexander. He's <laughs> <laughs> honestly just glad for the work. Right. Now, what if you did... He can like say he, all... wants something, he wants something he can put on his CV where he says it was he's a, was in an Oscar award-winning film. Thanks, Dunstan. <laughs> 
Now, what if you did like an all puppy Godfather? Mm-hmm. I mean, is, it'd be, is that it would be, too pandering? It would be great, except the the you know the lawyer or whatever is going to be played by a monkey, of course, and he's going to like steal mm-hmm. the spotlight. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm saying it's going to be unfair. We would almost need a best monkey acting category and then best all other animals. I will say, if there could be a scene of a monkey lawyer giving advice to a puppy mobster, they Oops. might as well just have all the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. take them all. Have all the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Here's George Clooney's Lifetime Achievement Award, whatever. Sandwiched between two monkey awards. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Oscar sandwich. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. This Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They were suspended too. Jesus Christ. There was a great culling of the Yahoo Answers it's user base. Up, I think. Um, is Nickelodeon named after Nick Cannon? Settling a bet here. <laughs> That's a cool bet. Just a question to settle a bet between an idiot and an intelligent person. Before Ooh, I collect which one my, are you? Before I collect my cash, I just wanted to post this question so the loser realizes how idiotic he looks. Thanks, and first round's on me. Update. Easiest money ever made. So I guess they're saying they were on the non-Nick Cannon creationist belief <laughs> set. Now, hold what? on. I think we've all been in a position where we've drank a little bit too much, we said a thing, and then someone called us on it, and we just, instead of going, oh, yeah, you're right, I'm an idiot, we just, like, dug our teeth in, and we're like, no, you know what? This is the battleground I choose for the evening. So, so I think this is actually going to make this question and the discussion around it a lot more interesting, is not a lot of people know this. Nick Cannon is not his actual name, because that's, like, a crazy name. His real, actual Christian name is Nick Cannon Lodian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure that's true. It's, I'm looking at his IMDb page right now, and it's Nick Cannon Lodian. And when him and Mariah Carey together, it was Mariah Carey Cannon Lodian. Mm-hmm. So, um, Nickelodeon was founded what? In like... 1983. <laughs> Did you just look that up? No. I would say maybe late 80s. Okay, that's okay. incorrect. Can I say, you guys, if before you guys said 83, I would have guessed so much earlier. Just not thinking about it. Just thinking like TV stations have been around for a while. Uh, I don't know. 71, 62. You could have told me any of these and I would have believed it. Okay. Uh, 79? Jesus Christ, really? As Nickelodeon. And originally the network was called Pinwheel and it launched in 77. And then Nick Cannon Lodian came around and they're like, hey, that's a cool name. Let's call our station Nick Cannon Lodian. And somebody was like, you know what that sounds like? <laughs> Not, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like anything. It's a crazy, really it's a crazy, crazy name. Uh, is it possible that they foresaw the, the, coming, of Nick Cannon? the coming of the once and future king, Nick Cannon Lodian? There will be born unto us. There will be much wilding out. <laughs> so what I would have, you do when Nick Cannon Lodian comes? I have glanced into the obsidian sphere and a vision has come to me of so much wilding. The anti-Nick Cannon Lodian will say, you can't do that on you, television. You must not wild. <laughs> wilding is prohibited. Sorry, wilding. And we wild will end. welcome all the wild and crazy kids to our bosom. <laughs> Holy shit. It goes so we will deep. together, brothers and sisters, climb that radical rock. <laughs> <laughs> Guided oh. by the Canon Lodian and his brilliance. 
I try to so- wait at the pearly gates as Mo checks the leaderboard. I can't. <laughs> Do I- not believe in false Mo's. <laughs> I never even considered Wild and Crazy Kids as the goddamn natural predecessor to Wild In Out. <laughs> the kids are grown up. And now we turn to the chapter of Clarissa so that she might explain it all. <laughs> Clarissa was a prophet. Yeah, right. see. And I will send her before all. me and her friend Sam with his latter. Cast out the Fergusons from our flock. <laughs> You shall you shall know them from their crimson mane and many freckles. <laughs> take, take the most precious of your flock and make a sacrifice of them at the shrine of the silver monkey. Oh man! Oh Jesus! Nope, not him. Nope, sorry, not wrong guy. Nick Cannon Lodian. <laughs> there is no Jesus. There's only the tomorrow people. Mm-hmm. Um, there, are, there are Lord and Saviors. Well, that's enough. <laughs> no, it'd, probably, it'd probably be Mike O'Malley, right? That's yeah. Who would be the head of the Nick Cannonlodian? So Nick Cannonlodian would Summers. Nick Cannonlodian would be the oh, deity, Mark Summers, right? Obviously. Well, Mark Summers, I think, probably lost his way a little bit. Oh, I think he's probably been excommunicated, and that's why he's now now he lives on the Food Network, trying to raise basically what is a cult. I was once in a pub for a meetup, and I ordered a cheeseburger. The server brought me a salmon burger instead, and I just ate it instead of protesting as I felt too awkward. In the moment, I actually thought I might have just forgot what I ordered. About 20 minutes later, I see the same server walking around the room with a cheeseburger looking confused. Later that evening, they must have figured out the screw-up and approached me demanding that I pay for both meals. I ordered one meal, and I ate one meal, so I refused to pay for both and was told to leave. What the fuck? Was I in the right or at least less in the wrong than the pub? And do you think it is safe to go back now? That's from Gmail. I would never go back again. No, no. It sounds That's like a, a terrible place. It sounds like That's a terrible That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Come on down to Toby's Double Burger. We're going to fuck up, but you got to pay for both because that's how we do. Now, okay, before we get too into it, I will say to not to put you completely in the right, right. Like you probably should have said something when your burger came from a, not only a different animal, but a completely different, like, that of That aversion to confrontation is pathological enough that they probably the, suspected something nefarious was going right. on. In addition to that, wait a minute. So he just did it. He just ate it. That doesn't make any sense. He There's didn't say anything. He no. literally, nothing? you literally ate the opposite meat. <laughs> it's the opposite meat. Here's a spectrum of meat, and beef is on one end, and salmon's on the other. There's no how goddamn delicious must that salmon burger have been that it completely removed you from your senses. Also, and question asker in the future. Don't convince yourself that maybe this is what I ordered. <laughs> that, no, that's I, no, very I think sad that's to not me. The scam, the scam they're running. That, that's a that's a psychic scam. They're running on themselves. They took one bite of that. They the the first thought was this isn't what I ordered, and then it was so succulent and delicious. Mm. They thought, well, I'm, salmon. Maybe I did the beef of the sea. I must have ordered it. Knowing me, I always pick the best thing at a restaurant. <laughs> I'm sure I ordered this. Well, okay, now to jump back to the restaurant being the worst, the sheer balls. Of the restaurant to say like, hey, we brought you the wrong thing, but fuck you. <laughs> but you That's, shouldn't. Okay, uh, I gotta say, my position's changing a little bit because you should not have eaten that burger, sir. 
What? Yeah, but okay, he didn't walk him. up to the counter and grab it and say, this is probably mine. It was handed no, to I, him. But okay, but to Griffith's point, he should tell about the onion a little bit. He got the wrong thing, ate it, ate and then all watched him carry his trash around the restaurant and didn't even give her a flag down. I think I think that maybe as a result of his carelessness, they okay. did waste a meal. Let Toby's me ask double, okay, let's Toby's put it a double burger is not made of burgers. <laughs> they serve them, but the building itself needs money concrete and concrete. And but and to put right. it in a gif- different context, right? Say he orders a cheeseburger, right? Mm-hmm. They bring out a burger, no cheese. Hey, it's just Travis, like, oh, they forgot that it. is the biggest false equivalent. We've had some doozers in the false equivalence category on this show. That's the biggest one. Yeah, it's like a cheeseburger, but without cheese or meat and also fish is in it. No, I'm just saying that like the idea of like where does it end because they bring out that burger and then they bring out another burger and it's like, oh, that one was supposed to be mine but they brought me this one. Uh, They're not going to ask for your money in that way. Is it just because it was the complete wrong protein that it's like, oh, you fucked if up so bad. If these motherfuckers brought him a basket of boneless chicken wings instead of his burger and he eats all the chicken wings and said, oops, didn't even realize it's a whole different food kingdom but those are free now because they're in me. This, uh, that's kind of busted, I that's think. All you have to say is, what chicken wings? It's a perfect crime. Pro- <laughs> prove it. Well, you're a sloppy boy. It's you're all a sloppy your face. boy. You got burn mouth. What face? Um. Oh, yep, sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm, a, I'm about as consumer friendly as a, as a fella gets. I'm, I'm a pretty big consumer advocate. Don't eat the whole goddamn wrong burger, because that was somebody else's burger. You did thievery is what you did. Yeah, it should have been at most one bite. Where you're like, um, pardon. Or no bites, because nobody's going to eat. They're going to throw that burger away if you take a bite out of it. That's straight up what it is. You can't take that off your table and give it to somebody else. That's that's no. That's I'm how trash people live. The real villain in this situation is whoever you are with. Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> right, but it's whoever right. you are with because it's their job to say, um, excuse me, my friend ordered a cheeseburger. Because they have to know that you were like so averse to confrontation <laughs> that you would eat wrong food. Like it's like, hey, I need you to say something because I cannot. Oh my god, wait. Wait. Did this person just follow our advice from like, it was either last episode or a couple episodes ago where we said if they bring you the wrong food, you should just eat it because you want to avoid the discomfort. Wait a minute. Going back on something we said because it was wrong. That, that doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like, us. like us. I didn't even consider the possibility that maybe it's somebody else's food and you just stole it from them. I want to double, triple, double back on this again and say that I've switched culpability in my mind from this person to the restaurant for offering something called a salmon burger no it's not it's salmon on bread fuck you a burger has beef and maybe (laughs) ground turkey i would hit you up there a salmon burger is not a thing that's like a wish broom like it doesn't make any sense (laughs) what you know it's like a wish broom like okay for what those two things don't go together for sleeping out the old wishes it's a dog it's a dog tank it's a tank that your dog (laughs) lives in these are uh they're banana glasses glasses for a banana why would you even (laughs) give a banana glass that doesn't make any sense that's about as stupid as a salmon burger yeah Ugh. yeah makes me mad anyway let's get the money soon this week sponsored by salmon burgers Have you always wanted to build an iPhone app? Yes. Is your idea the next Instagram or Snapchat? I like to think so. Yes. Do you want to learn Swift by Apple? Yes. 
Uh, one month iOS is an easy way to learn iOS development using Swift. Um, now, let's say that maybe okay. a listener doesn't know what any of that means. And you are going to let's explain say, uh, to not, them. Not you. No, definitely like not me. I'm a well-versed adult uh, who definitely knows what Swift is. Yes, yeah, Swift is how you make apps. Okay. I bet. And... Uh, one month is a uh, it's a new way of learning actual practical computer skills like uh, programming in Swift. They also have one month HTML, one month Rails, one month uh, growth hacking. Now, uh, surely this is going to take like just like a year, right? Like you go to college are you to learn a thing. With What's me? wrong? It's literally called one month. I thought that was you a clever name. 30, 30 <laughs> days, thirty days, thirty minutes per day, sometimes less, and you could just become fluent in an actual life skill. I did the one-month HTML class, and it was great. I made a great website. Is it JustinMacroy.net? You could just Google. go and look at it. Justin made Google. Junior. <laughs> made Google. Google, I'm way Google Junior for kids. They don't sell hover chairs like I'm sitting into just anybody, mm -mm. except I'm the founder of Google. Except if you are the founder of Teen Google, you can sit in whatever kind of chair you want. Now, hey, teens, good news. There's finally a Google for you. <laughs> it's all boobs. Now, Justin. Travis. It would be. It would just be page after page of explaining how to smoke. Now, Justin, say yes. I'm interested in joining, but I'm a little hesitant about paying full price the first time out. Is there anything you can do for me? Uh, yes, Travis. If you use our special coupon code, which is my brother. Uh -huh. Not so much a coupon okay. code. It's not coupon code so much as I was trying to see if teengoogle.com is available. <laughs> <laughs> Go to one month slash my brother. One month.com slash my brother, and you're going to get 25% off for, for getting up in it. Uh, it's a one-time discount. You can get it at one month.com slash my brother. That's a please just go get a life a, skill. It's a great website, great service, Justin. I do need to know if Teen Google is taken. Yeah. And if you're going to buy it and if it's gonna read it. And if it's a weird me, porn site. Bought, excuse me, time out. I just bought Teen Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best That's one the best yet. Day of my life. <laughs> We're going to be ready. I can't believe this. Oh I man, we are going to make that we are going to make that redirect to the Mubin Bam website for a long time until Google buys it from you for fifty five million dollars. We'll be rich. Oh my god, so worth it. How much was it? Cancel the show. I can't. I can't even deal with this show anymore. No, we're the owners of Teen Google. We're rich. How's the owner of Teen Google <laughs> supposed to supposed to worry about making a comedy podcast? <laughs> Um, we have another sponsor this week, and maybe you'll recognize the name, and maybe you'll, you'll respect the game of NatureBox. NatureBox.com, where you can get delicious and healthy snack options. They have over 100 nutritionist-approved snacks. they got something for everyone, all with zero artificial flavors, colors, sweeteners, zero grams trans fats, and no high-fructose corn syrup. Um, um, here's the thing. Uh, sometimes you eat healthy snacks and you're like, oh, yeah, it's healthy. I'm going to power my way through it, I guess, because it's better than nothing. Nah, dude. Nah. Nah, dude. Nah. <laughs> nah, dude. You're listening to the teen, teen, teen Google version of a bim bam. <laughs> Extreme Teen Google. <laughs> Justin, quick. 
Have you Sorry, tried Teen Google? Well, it's time for Extreme Teen Google. <laughs> I feel like in another browser window, I'm winning the lot. Like, I'm in the process of winning the lottery. Like, I can't even focus on this show right now. I'm the owner of Teen Google. How can I? Who hit play for Teen Doing Dang. jokes about ghosts and boaters and shit when I'm the, the web domain raster of Teen Google. I can't do anything with that URL. That's what fucking real and you are all here for oh, it. Man. Do we it. need to pause the podcast so you can call Sydney and like tell her about the amazing <laughs> reversal of fortune you've experienced? It's like sobbing. Like, honey, you'll never guess. It's all happened. You'll never guess. In six months, we're going to be in a protracted legal battle with Google. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we ever dreamed. It's everything we ever wanted. Uh, oh, get God. Cleaners by Google. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Okay, um, so it's time for you to try Box. NatureBox for free. For free. Maybe you don't own Teen Google. Maybe you can't afford a free box of stunts. <laughs> we get it. Not everyone's the owner of Teen Google. <laughs> Just go to naturebox.com slash my brother. And even non-Teen Google owners like you can try free stinks. Normies is what we call them. <laughs> Just go to naturebox.com slash my brother. Now, peasant. Brothers, please go to teamgoogle.com. <laughs> oh, Christ, what a good, it looks good. Yeah, and there it is. It looks good in the in the, the search bar. It mm-hmm. look That's a good-looking Earl. It looks exactly what like what it is. What I need to do is I need... The problem is I need to... I need to turn on masking. I need stealth redirection. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what's the, what's the list so far? We got My Smooth Face, uh, uh, Team Google, of course... I feel like you bought one very recently. <clears throat> uh, let me see what I have. It's bad that you, I think you have a compulsion because you own too many I have BooBooNanny.com. BooBooNanny.com. These, these largely go to my brother, my brother, me. BooBooNanny.com, FartPatrol.com, uh-huh. GriffinSpaceJam.com is a different website that we also own, but GriffinSpaceJam.com, MySmoothFace.com, uh-huh. And now, welcome to the family. <laughs> to the to the my brother, my brother, and me family of products. <laughs> if anybody ever says the words mbmbam.com to me again, I will I will spit in their face. <laughs> it's not a web. Address. That website does there not even exist anymore. <laughs> uh, we have a sponsor right here, and it is Talking to Ghosts, which is a podcast done by Wesley Mueller and Michael Kurt. Uh, which is, quote, the manifestation of their fascination with the dark arts, which makes it sound like a podcast for necromancers exclusively. Um, but really, it uh, gets into the creative minds of artists, musicians, and other dark souls, my favorite gaming franchise, to see how they work and share fun stories about the oddities of life. It's a podcast that comes out on Mondays. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, if you go to talkingtoghosts.com slash mbmbam, you will find a... A landing page specifically tailored for Mabim Bam fans. Uh, and it includes a lovely graphic of uh, a horse flying around in space. You can also just type talkingtoghost.com into Teen Google and it'll take you there. It'll take you there. It'll, it'll be a more rad, more extreme version of uh, Talking to Ghosts. So yeah, go check out their podcast. Uh, go to their website. They have a uh, a bi-weekly feature in which the hosts of the show talk about sweet music that they like listening to. Um, so yeah, it, it, it covers all your bases. 
uh, if you like music, if you like art, if you like podcasts, or if you like the Dark Souls video games. Um, it's got everything. It's got just about everything. Got a message for Lindsay and Tom from Jace. Says, hey, you two. This may or may not reach you before your ceremony, but I miss you guys. And I miss Luigi and his horrible dog toots. I wish <laughs> I could be there. Luigi is uh, Lindsay's little brother. I wish I could be there for your second special day, but since I can't drive safe and don't forget to burg it up, all my love from the frozen north, Jace. Like, I just have to say, ceremony is a very nonspecific, a very nonspecific uh, thing to congratulate a person yeah. on. Which I could be there before your sacrificial murder of Lindsay, but <clears throat> at the shrine, of, at the shrine of the silver monkey. <laughs> um, congratulations, Lindsay and Tom for becoming uh, fucking pagan elders or something. Um, whatever it is, I'm sure you worked hard to accomplish it, and Jace certainly recognizes that effort. And just just a great job all around. Just make sure you wear the appropriate garb mm-hmm. for whatever this... Which is this c- cargo shorts, khaki cargo shorts. Under a robe. Uh-huh. And you and, make sure uh, you got those... T-shirt fu- that says something funny that you ripped the robe open at the end, you're just like, I'm yeah. out, teach. <laughs> make sure you, you skateboard get... Skateboard out of there. It's a picture of Spud McKenzie. <laughs> make sure you have at Remember least him? two medallions, medallions of power, or else those goddamn temple guards are going to fuck you right up. And don't forget to validate your parking. Yeah, it's super important. Do you think it's okay to finish someone else's food? Do you have a fight with your friend over whether or not he should wear his Phillies garb to a Colorado Rockies game? Does your wife want to keep a chamber pot in her art studio? If so, please do not write in to Judge John Hodgman. I heard all those cases already. Judge John Hodgman is the show where I, John Hodgman, adjudicate disputes between real people calling in over the internet, and I tell them who is right and who is wrong over such important issues as is a machine gun a robot and is it okay to go through the garbage at the Canadian House of Pizza and Garbage? Bailiff Jesse Thorne rounds out the cast for a fun-filled podcast of judgment and justice. Kind of two of the same thing, actually. Judge John Hodgman, take a listen if you do not mind. I order it. Come visit the courtroom. It is open to all and located at MaximumFun.org. Farm wisdom, farm wisdom. Put your scarecrow in a barrel. Farm wisdom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just scare away the barrel crows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, do you want me to read the farm wisdom? Yes, please. Okay, because uh, the last one I did like hurt me. Just no, this one will make you feel of... good about life. Okay, uh, farm wisdom. Donkeys definitely hate dogs, but thoroughbreds, racehorses, love goats. Another false equivalency here, or my brother, my brother. It is common practice to pair a goat with a skittish racehorse. It calms them down, (laughs) and they usually form lifelong friendships. And that's from Jesse. Hey, here's the thing. You're going to have Jesse. Hey, hey. Jesse Disney. <laughs> how is this not every Disney movie ever made? Well, uh, how is how is this not every anime like Milo and Otis? I should not. I should say those two words and I should not have a cat and a, a pug enter my brain. It should definitely, definitely be a goat in a skittish race. Well, goats, like, no question. goats are hard to market. Na- name me one film that prominently features a goat as the star of it. 
Uh, that uh, that Adam Green. Sandler record had a pretty great bit where this funny goat. Uh, remember what they superimposed? They had the funny goat bit from Adam Sandler's "What That'll Happen to Me" comedy CD and album. NLP classic Disney movie. Um, no, no, it's not Disney movie. It's just <clears throat> uh, yeah, goats just aren't very sexy, guys. Sorry, they're like little horned horses with beards. I guess that's probably what makes a horse chill out is like just by comparison, by comparing themselves to this little mutant. Okay, Griffin, like, but let me I'm... pitch this to you. You ready? Yeah. Close your eyes. Um, no, okay. I need to look. It's the day of the big race, okay. right? Oh, mm-hmm. there's the shot. The horses go. Okay, but uh, our hero horse, he's he's losing. He's way behind. Yeah. And it's like he's getting really downhearted, right? But then he looks over, and there at the fence is his goat buddy who just nods to him and starts running along beside him. And then they start picking up speed, and then the horse goes, and he wins. And then he's getting like his ring of like flowers, and he's like, I couldn't have done it without my goat buddy. But goat buddy, buddy died like two weeks earlier, and he was watching a ghost. A ghost. A ghost. <laughs> Uh, that's bad. It's not good. Well, I mean, we'd have to punch it up with some dialogue and maybe like Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Can we get that? Uh, who's the guy who played Goat Man on Saturday Night Live? Uh, James Brewer. Was it James Brewer or Jay Brewer? Was, I believe it was Sir James Brewer. <laughs> Knight of the Realm, James Brewer. <laughs> Do you think we could get him on the horn? He's pretty busy defending England, but we could probably get him for the project. He was the probably the best knight in Half-Baked, uh-huh. if you think about it. <laughs> Wait, what? He was probably the best knight in Half-Baked. Mm-hmm. Were there multiple? Uh, other than Sir James Brewer, Defender of the Realm? Probably not. How many do you need in Half-Baked, like, Griffin? Jesus. Yeah, how many knights do you think they needed to make Half-Baked? And then the uh, call went out across the land. Knights, return. Defend you, your mother country. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. You know it. This Yahoo was sent in by... Oh, oh, oops. Game recognized game, Rachel Sperling. Thank you, Rachel oh, Sperling. Almost forgot to recognize Ooh. that game. Take a moment. Yeah, I almost breezed right by it. That would have been a crime. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Brooklyn, who asks... What to do with old best friend necklaces... So I'm 15 now, and my ex-best friend and I haven't been talking for about a year and a half now, I guess. I was going through some stuff and found all these old BFF necklaces. I want to get rid of them. We cannot be best friends again, so I will not wear them again. That's not even an option. It just kind of seems like a waste to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Surely I can use at least the chains for something. Any ideas? Should I just throw them away? In this economy? Cash for gold? Cash probably gold. not gold. These are probably $14 necklaces they got at Spencer's Gifts. So you're saying like the purest still silver? Uh, No, probably like the purest tin. Okay. Maybe you could try selling them at teengoogle.com. That's a market. Is there a shopping page? Is there a, shopping, a shopping hub? Google has everything. Okay. If you click on there's definitely a place that says shopping. If you click on it, it's just a picture of a guy in a hard hat like, oh, boss, come back later. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to have some really nice shopping Yeah, options. Justin's got a fleet of developers quickly coding using their one month by Swift skills. To, uh, to make uh, a lot of shopping options. Did Swift? For, uh, just options. Did options <laughs> at teengoogle.com. Um, can you sell them to lonely people who then, when they put it on contractually... Will become best friends with 
the other person. Oh, so like a, a oh. best friend transfer. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. I, I actually have on the back of my driver's license that when I die, I want to be a best friend donor. Yeah, all of your best friend necklaces mm-hmm. will, will be taken and distributed. And that is that is no light promise that I no. have at this point in my 31 years. I have 163 best friend necklaces. I wear all of them. Holy shit. Yeah. How did you accrue so many biffs? Well, Griffin, I listen. I listen and I care. That's categorically untrue. I listen. I care. I don't. I don't talk over people. I'm very no, thoughtful. no, no. I remember the caring birthdays. thing. I'll give you caring. Mm-hmm. I'll seed caring to you. Um, I give the could best. Could you give your necklaces to a bunch of strangers and then ask your friend to give her necklaces to a bunch of lonely strangers? Match.com. and then <laughs> match.com lo-fi match.com the hunt is on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you gotta find your match oh my god and it it's too. like the fucking it's the fucking missing piece somebody walks up see somebody with half a heart on their chest like let's put them together bet bet frids nope, nope. not quite but i don't wait a i don't want to be how many necklaces did this person had they say they had it says it just says all those so wow. more than one so that's like that's gotta be a weird dynamic right guess what i got mm-hmm. yeah i know i know what you got darlene well, let me guess. Is it a best friend? It's a best friend necklace. Uh, All right, darling. Um, you gotta Maybe be that's careful. why they stop being best friends. Yeah. You can't. I'm sick of all this necklace pressure. Quit asking me for money to pay for my half of the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's kind of bullshit to just throw them away because then your ex-best friend is going to be best friends with garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's actually a statement that you want to send, like... Man, Darla, what? Darla, you seem like you've been down in the dumps today. Yeah, I, I just feel like I'm best friends with garbage now. Hold on, never mind. Oh, that's a sweet necklace. What sort of special somebody has the other half of that? Let me see. Garbage. Let me rub it. Garbage has. Let me it. rub it. Kiss it. Hold it to my third eye. Looks like garbage. Is there a market? Is there a product we could create that's like a casual acquaintance necklace, where instead of like a broken heart, it's just like a circle that splits straight down the center, no jagged edge, and just says "casual acquaintance," and it's yeah. like you just give it to everybody. I feel like you're gonna get it's a way bigger market because more people will be like, "Oh, I feel that way about a lot of people." Yeah, I'll take like thirty of them. Mm-hmm. Just hand them out. That's hand them out with your with bi- the best friend forever necklace. People, they weren't looking for the upside. Yeah, here's a business card. And uh, here's a necklace that says Kaz Ake. <laughs> it's a really great. Uh, it's a really great uh, necklace. It's uh, if you hold it to your third eye, we can speak to each other. It's basically the goddamn Palantir. Mm-hmm. So I think you're really gonna like it. Oh, and my business card. Did you get that? It's got my email address on it. My mostly. I don't take a lot of emails or texts or calls. Mostly just Palantir, like direct third eye communication. But. <laughs> Please and please don't lose that business card. Those are expensive. Those are expensive, and the pal- <laughs> those don't come free. Um, and the Palantir contains a fraction of the devil's souls. Don't lose that one either. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a cost to me too. How about one more question? Yeah, I got one more question. Uh, let me just uh, check it real quick. This question comes to us. Oh God damn it! Oh no. Oh no, breaking. This just it. Hold on. Can wild. we have Farm Wisdom a, and Haunted Doll Watch in the same Haunted okay. Farm big... Watch? <laughs> this one costs $300. Priced on a bike. If you want to buy it now, $300. If you want to buy it now, no bids as of yet. 
on this one. Uh, Relist, authentic haunted doll. Ruth, healing spirit, and then in quotes, antique collection. Well, all of them are, right? I don't imagine anybody went to the Build-A-Bear factory and got one on Tuesday, and it was already haunted by Thursday. I imagine most of these are aged. Now, Justin, I try not to poke holes in these, but it strikes me as a little bit fishy. If this is a healing spirit... Yeah, you shouldn't poke holes in them because they're trapping a demon spirit, so they probably want to keep those enclosed. If it's a healing spirit, why would you be trying to get rid of it? Yeah. Well, let me hip you to this story. This doll houses an old soul and is a special and unique offering. Mm -hmm. This doll is antique and was given to Michelle by her mother many years ago. Michelle's mother. (laughs) Michelle. 14th birthday present. Michelle's mother was a gifted medium who possessed similar talents to Michelle. Who's Michelle, you may ask? I don't know. (laughs) Michelle Tanner. Ruth has lived inside this doll for well over 100 years. She passed away in the early 1900s. She froze to death after becoming lost on her travels. Ruth was 17 and about to marry. It says here, so I I don't know. How do you know so much? This doll is fucking 100 years old? At least? At least. That's worth more than $300 right there. Ruth is a very active and present spirit. That's, you know, that's so important. Yeah. You got to lean in. Yeah, she gets she out there. She meets people. Hey, I want a party tonight. <laughs> Ruth, Ruth I right. can't. Right, I'm 14. Can't. You're made I of alabaster. Go Get me out there. I want to meet people. Oh, Jesus. She manip- uh, Ruth is a very active and present spirit. She manipulates her doll very well. Her eyes have rapidly twitched and switched direction. Mm-mm. She appears cross-eyed at times. Oh. Her, her mouth seems to change shape, mm-hmm. which is alarming. Well, yeah. Wait, it. hold on. It's... I had a Teddy Ruxpin that did that. Mm-hmm. All Teddy Ruxpins were haunted dolls. Okay. Ruth does move her vessel from one location to another. I'm out. I have found her on the couch once upon coming downstairs. <laughs> and Watching cops. Watching Ruth. cops and, eat, and eating pizza blasted Cheetos. <laughs> Some of the greatest... Okay. I listen. I feel like I, these fucking posts make me feel like I'm coming into a movie with 20 minutes left. Some of the greatest orb activity I have ever seen has been a result of what Ruth. is that? The orbs are bright and have traveled directly from her vessel to the hallway and back into her vessel. She has astounding control over both her energies and spirit. <laughs> what? And her vessel, spirits, vessels. Energies, Ruth has orbs, got it going on. Parties, Saturday night, club banging. Ruth is very curious when it comes to electronic Are devices. Oh my god! As these devices, <laughs> these devices were not invented in her time while living. <laughs> Where you got there? So, looks like some sort of magic book. It's an iPhone, Ruth. <laughs> We've been over this every fucking day. This is a magic. Uh, Ruth, magic are you ordering book? pizza on my Pizza Hut app again? No, just exploring. What is no, this I'm magical just... piece of wood here? Ruth, no pizza. I'm very active and hungry. I, I'm reading Looks your. Looks like uh, you uh, got some little people stuck in your uh, magic book. It's the Avengers 2 trailer, Ruth. I watched it yesterday with you. You were the one who told me to watch it on YouTube. Uh, tell me, Ruth. tell me, can your illuminated Bible do this? Orbs. <laughs> That's the sound she makes when she shoots orbs into the hallway. <laughs> and sucks them back. Extremely taxing. Uh, $300, I think I think you're getting a lot of bang for your buck with this one. 
With for with Ruth? Yeah. yeah it I sounds think, like she does I a lot of shit. So wait, so the reason to get rid of a spirit that could heal you is she's just too active to keep up with I'm that lifestyle. I'm sick of all these goddamn she's orbs. Just, she has caused moderate headaches and pressure related symptoms Pretty during communication. Shitty healing work. doll. That's I the would worst say. healing I've ever heard. <laughs> Interesting. Now this is the this is the this whole paragraph's bold, guys, so it's important and true. Oh god. She has damn caused mo- <laughs> I just looked at the she picture. Caused- yeah, sorry. She has caused moderate headaches and pressure related symptoms during communications and psychic work. Interestingly, she has assisted with healing. She has abilities to drain, as with many spirits, most will drain your energy. Ruth drains pain, physical and emotional. Oh, Jesus. I can't look at the. Why did you send me this, Justin? Yeah, I don't know what this doll's healing, but it's certainly not my goddamn state of mind. Oh, God bless. F- fucking, f- fucking haunted physician, heal thyself. <laughs> Your goddamn eyes are all marbly. Got the cataracts, Ruth. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Thank you for uh, listening to My Brother, My Brother, Me again. Uh, we sure appreciate it, and we hope you've had some fun, right? Um, yeah, I did, until I looked at that fucking picture. Yeah, and it's yeah, seared sorry. into my brain. Um, I want to throw back real quick, thanks again to naturebox.com, where you can get your free sampler box of great-tasting, wholesome snacks like barbecue kettle kernels. Go to naturebox.com slash brother, and we're going to get you those free fucking snacks. You should already be doing it as we speak. Yep. Uh, we have a lot. This is our 240th episode, I guess. So Almost 420, isn't it? Almost 420. Almost 420. Uh, there's 239 more of these at uh, teamgoogle.com. So go there and uh, while you're there, check out some other Maximum Fun uh, shows like uh, Jordan Jesse Go or The Goose Down or One Bad Mother or Baby Geniuses. Travis produces that. You should listen yeah. to that. Listen to whatever you want. Should- Sawbones. That's a Sawbones m- good. show I do with my wife. I like Sawbones. About medicine. Thanks. You should check out Bunker Buddies. It's the show I do with Andy, uh, where we talk about uh, apocalypses from a comedic bent. Or yeah. uh, check out Adventure Zone, which I hope we'll be able to get up this week. Here's here's the situation, Adventure Zone fans. Uh, Dad lives 45 minutes away from Justin. Uh, 30 to 45, depending on depending. traffic. Um, right. And right okay, now, fine. there's about uh, there, there's the goddamn ice wall from Game of Thrones in between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So if Dad can find a way to scale that, then we'll have an episode this week. If not, uh, we may have to drop back and punt. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Something we'll figure out something. Uh, did you think John Roderick the Long Winners for the use of the theme song? It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. No, didn't do that. But you just did because I mentalisted you. Um, there are well, still a few tickets available for the Chicago and Milwaukee shows. Um, not very yeah. many for that Milwaukee one. Last time I checked. So yeah, get um, on that. It's uh, bit.ly forward slash mbmbam Chicago and bit.ly uh, <laughs> Bit dot, bit dot John Elway. <laughs> bit dot John Elway. <laughs> bit dot L-Y forward slash, I think it's M-B-M-B-M-A-M mill. <laughs> um, those URLs are so confusing, you can just pop those into Teen Google and it'll auto-populate the rest. If you want to have a message on My Brother, My Brother and Me, or The Adventure Zone now, we also started doing Jumbotrons for that. Uh, go to uh, MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. It's a great way to like wish someone happy birthday or happy wedding or happy like non-specific ceremony. It's terrific. Or we can pimp your product and push your podcast or talk about your website or whatever you want. We'll, we'll dance for you. 
Yeah. Um, we're your, we will be your haunted dolls. Um, you got a last question, Griffin? This final Yahoo answer was sent in by level 9,000 Yadru Shaman, Drew Davenport. Shoot, that was close. I was about to I know. say. We almost went a whole uh, episode. I know. Drew Davenport, thank you so much. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tracer, who asks, What does Ja Rule think about all this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. <laughs> Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Team Google. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast, a podcast about words that sound like other words, a podcast about me singing long, irritated songs like this one, a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie, or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out and talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! Woo!